Welcome to the Crack Den Comedy Club! Tonight, Aideen McQueen is back. And oh, we always have a laugh. And we start the interview mid-chat talking about teenage TV from Australia and how Enid Blyton is a bigot. Before we dive in, clip of Aideen on stage that night. There was four big dudes in the audience, big USA military blokes. And they were dead sound and they'd been to Afghanistan and they were since retired. And so Aideen picked up on this and, uh, well, she went in there. A quick clip of Aideen on stage and then straight into the interview uh, with Eddie, myself, Damo and Aideen McQueen. Americans, by the way, welcome. And I used to go out with a vet. I thought you were going to say thank you for your service, but whatever. Yeah. He was in the Taliban, God love him. Uh, <laughs> Ahmed. No, I did go out with a vet, and at first I did think it was a bit weird, right? But he explained to me that wherever the American army go, they build the best roads, hospitals and schools. And then I was like, oh, my God, you need to invade County Offaly. That would be amazing. <laughs> Why Australia? It's been a very popular country, very good at children's t- and team TV. How yeah, we love the, success we love the little squirts. Home and Away, Neighbours, Ocean Girls, Round the Twist. That was my favourite yeah, one. Yeah, uh, Secret Valley, did you get that oh, one? Oh, no, that sounds really Valley. good, though. Going around the twist, that one. That's good, isn't it? I love that show. Round the twist. It was a great, great show, great book. I didn't know it was a book. Diggled inside Have you ever... Have you ever felt, felt like, like this? this? Very good. When strange things happen, happen. you go going around the twist. twist. It's set in a... Lighthouse. Yeah. A lighthouse. Mm-hmm. And extra kind of surreal, weird... Yeah, there was always a kind... It was a kind of a really ambiguous ending always where there'd be somebody would turn into a cat or... The, the parents seemed to be nowhere. Like in all good 90s television programs of kids, parents were absent. And there was always one parent dead. So it was the dad was the lighthouse keeper. Mm. And he was just never there. And these kids would be doing crazy stuff and they'd be having really serious relationships with the other at about nine. You know, just yeah. little stuff that you don't do now. It was like the X-Files of kids wasn't it yeah Kinda, yes. but very like, good kid, like I don't know if you remember being a kid when that kind of thing happens like if like a traumatic event essentially like there's a a, a murder or yeah. a dead animal you'd be quite in shock and upset and crying yes whereas yes. these kids were like well let's solve it you're like yeah. where did you get those skills at the age of nine yeah. to solve a, a thing you'd, you'd run to your parents they had no problems at all yeah just coping mechanisms mechanisms were great it's the same with those famous five brats did you want read those or i read those, those a long time yeah. ago read oh God, I Enid Blyton. Enid Blyton. i reread them well, the why, why, why did you re- reread them? Oh, just, well, I have a very low IQ and it suits me to the ground and a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> low you IQ, ever thought about rereading a lot of time. Uh, the it was slide. either Take Let's a Break it. magazine or Read Between the slide. Lines, you know, all the, all the innuendos that you wouldn't have got as a kid. No, oh, I, I know because I was teaching Ranga Hain first class. So I thought, oh, I could take out this. I love this as a kid. Oh, my God. Now, they probably edited them, but the original ones are so racist really really classist basically the famous five's dad is a scientist and every summer and it's always summer he packs the famous five off to a farm where first of all they'll always meet first thing they'll meet a jigaboo who's working on the trains what's a jigaboo it's a racist slur kind of an old-fashioned racist slur for a person of color uh aideen did the quotation marks yes i did the quotation marks for that so and she's quoting enid blyton Blyton, (laughs) yeah this is enid blyton talking not us 
what 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 year what when was it written in the 50s 50s. maybe not to justify anything it was a different because even jigaboo they'd be shouting here you boy come here and they just so they start commanding adults around then they go to this farm and there's these basically they describe this stupid farmer class people that are minding them they're really kind and they're bossing these people around and these people are like oh master julian you're so clever master julian and then they come up against somebody else of color or a skinny weird man and they would they would just arrest him for just not being posh like them it you couldn't really i had to stop reading them they were just so bad wow <laughs> like just the it's kind of the, the famous five i remember no nah. they, they readapted them in the 70s to make it a bit more woke i believe now um timmy the dog and Timmy, Timmy the, the dog. dog. Yeah. Timmy was the most racist of all. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. And it's funny how you say in the seventies they changed and make it more woke. It's like no, there wasn't really woke there, but they just had to like they realized everything they were doing was wrong. Yeah, it was just <laughs> yeah. normal. It was like it was it was updated to not being completely cruel. It's funny the difference between like people who thought things were when they were progressing. People would have thought that that is bad. That that oh, you're too politically correct. For saying yeah. what we now see as like, Jesus Christ, that's just basic humanitarian. Yeah. You know? Yeah, um, exactly. And people are going, oh, I can't believe that. When I was young, it, when I was in primary school and secondary school, it was like, it, like I mean, homosexuality wasn't even legalized in Ireland in 1993. How old were you? I was two years old. <laughs> well, I was very bright. I was very concerned. I was very woke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like unhappy Crawling in my around nappies. rainbow nappies. Yeah, unhappy it's in my why nappies. Why are gays not allowed? Yeah. Get <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah my yeah. first words were equality for all. Yeah, I yeah. know. I was, I was an amazing baby. Yeah. You didn't do hands, knees, and toes. LGBTQ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, no, I was ten. Okay, you're a ten. I was ten years so you old. Remember. I no. remember. No, because it, I, the, the television would have been turned off as soon as that David Norris came on the news. <laughs> gone. Really? My parents protected me from this kind really? of thing. Yeah, I remember the first time. So I, there was a program called House of Cards on RTE, but it was the original House of Cards, not the modern one with. Um, uh, not the one with Spacey. Spacey in it. In it. No, mm. it had a way more creepy guy. More creepy than Spacey. Even more creepy than Spacey. Oh, wow. Yeah, and was it, was, it a set? Was it set in Britain? It was original? set in Britain, and it was so creepy. It's Ooh. really good. It's amazing how they took that, like, which was about three. It was a mini series, and they stretched out to the whole House of Cards. Wow. And um, Francis Urquhart was the pr- pr- president, prime minister. And one of his assistants was in bed with another man. And my mother just turned off the TV, which I would have just thought, oh, they're having a sleepover. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but the fact that she turned off the TV and said, brush your teeth and do wee-wees. Bye, 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 bye. And I was like, this, this is around to something here now. It must be taboo. And then she said, do you know what, uh, do you, do you know what um, gay is? And I said, yeah, happy. And she was like, yeah, okay, good night. So then I remembered this. So I asked my dad what gay was. And he was like, ask your mother. And then I asked mommy what gay was. And she was like look it up in the dictionary and then I went to the dictionary I looked up gay and it went see lesbian and then looked really? up lesbian. lesbian and the the dictionary just and burnt into flames 
<laughs> so instead of gay, like see lesbian. Is it, it just gave me it just, an example. It just, it's a real, it was a real yeah. Catholic dictionary. You get to lesbian, see homosexual. Yeah, and yeah. then it just keeps it around. Page 72. Go to page 72. Yeah. Go to yeah. page 72. Yeah. Yeah. And then it said, you're gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look up gay and it says, see Father Feeney, 10 a.m. Or the confession. Yeah, five Hail Marys. So it, the Catholic I, I dictionary. Know. And then my mother, so I asked my mother again, she was like, okay, look, it's when two men are in a relationship, but they make love by, they wonder if the man sticks his penis in the other man's bottom. Your mum said this to you? Yeah, she did. How old were you? In sixth class, and she went... Six, is that 10? That's quite young. Yeah, that's it like is. 11, yeah. It was a bit too much information. She said, and that's the bit I can't get on board with Aideen. <laughs> Was that the I bit? Yeah. That was the bit she couldn't get on board with. Straight people love it. Everyone with loves anal sex of all creeds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not Just not your mum, fair enough. Maybe. I'll <laughs> note that in my diary. Yeah, okay. She's like, I hope that demo isn't going to try and stick it up my bum now when I meet him. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> Turn the TV off. CD Australia. Bye, 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 yeah. bye. So, um, oh, calm down. Everyone loves up the clacker. And we weren't allowed to talk about it in school. And then, so the gay rights. And it was my parents saw that as so strange. But eventually my mother started to come to, to us. She had a gay hairdresser. Then she met another gay man and she was sold. My dad, it took him years. Well, you just need to meet. You just need to meet enough of whatever enough you don't understand. Until you like I want to say whatever. I mean, like, whatever yeah. you think that this, like, everyone's the same. Our souls are all the same. But whatever you yeah. think makes them different, you just need to meet enough of those people with the differences exactly. that you don't understand until you go, oh, I get it. It's, yeah. it's the same as us. Like, not being a bigot or not being a racist is, is just actually just being disappointed. But you meet enough of those, enough people, yeah, and you're like, they're not oh, they're just completely just yeah. normal, the same. Yeah, you know, you're like, it's uh, you know, like, you I build it. You're just like, oh, you're just a country. Like, oh, they're, yeah. they're, they're just like, you build them all up and up and up, and you go, actually, I met a nice French person. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I thought they were all arrogant. Don't it's lies. I'm quite disappointed to find out. Yeah. That- uh, Emmanuel smiled. Was nice. <laughs> yeah. He smiled and he, yeah, he opened the door for me. And do you know what? He wasn't even having an affair. Amazing. Yeah. And he said, "My stew was nice." I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe but it. My Emmanuel. dad. But there was the gay, the marriage equality referendum. So my cousin is gay, and for years he was in <laughs> secret that was over in London and doing very well in the bank, and you know had this older, handsome flatmate, and we didn't, we weren't really allowed to ask about him, and then. You know, bit by bit, we were like, okay, he's gay. It was unspoken about. My mother, my aunt, my Nora said, I heard you met John in London. Don't tell anybody about him. My dad would be too shocked. And then my dad would say, my mother would say, don't tell Nora that we know. And it was this strange thing. And then when the the referendum came, I went home to vote. Aoife and Maeve, my sisters, went home to vote. My mother, and we were all like, easy peasy. Yes, marriage equality. And my dad was like, I'm going to vote no. Well, no, we were what? Like, Whoa. And he said, maybe I'll spoil my vote. He has this really weird thing where he has to vote. And even if he doesn't know what it's about or agree, he'll go in and do something. So he went in. We all went in. Tick, 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 boom. Yeah, progressive and cocaine. We were out. We were waiting for dad. And he didn't appear from anywhere. And we were a bit worried. Did he have a stroke? Does he think he's in a little bookies? Is he putting a bet on marriage equality five <laughs> to one? Like, where is he? And then he came out. And I've never seen my dad cry. Huh? Ever. Never. 
right? And he was shaking. Some guy was bombing him up the ass and he locked him. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. You know? <laughs> All these years, I didn't understand. Yes. yes. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's what they do. Who's in this boot? Ooh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it was that. All it was, it was just somebody with a little prostate wand, I call them. <laughs> a penis is a prostate yeah. wand. Imagine if that was part of the marriage equality yeah. vote. You actually had to experience it and then vote. To understand. If you want to know what it's like to walk a mile in my shoes, if you want to know what it's like, take a cock up the ice yeah. well, and then decide. Yeah. And then decide. Yeah. Instead this, of a this, mile. This booth is for the undecided. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the haunted house where it's just penises come like, glory yeah. hole. Yeah. <laughs> so he was in the booth anyway. The glory hole. He was in the booth. He was, he was, and he was, and he came out and he was shaking. And he was shaking. And now, previous to this, a few years ago, my dad had been principal of uh, a very high-profile, macho boy secondary school. And there was a boy who came out when he was principal. And my dad was like, you're going back in. You know, it's a Catholic school. We're not going to talk about that. He just was like, no. And the lads used to tease this guy. They used to they used to always say, smell a bent off you. Smell a bent off you. That was the thing they used to say. Smell, what's that? Smell a bent. And oh. I don't, my dad didn't really do enough about it. Now, he was kind of coming towards retirement. He just didn't understand. He didn't understand why they'd be talking about it. And he just didn't want to deal with it. Like, don't. So I remember just being a bit annoyed with him about that. But then... So he was in the booth, he comes out, he's shaking, and then there was a tear, and we couldn't believe it, because even my mother was like, and he just went, Mary, that's my mother's name, that's not his new gay name, mm-hmm. he said, Mary, I've made a mistake, I've made, I just thought of John, that's their cousin, I just thought of John, and I voted yes, I don't know why, I made a mistake, <laughs> we, and we were so, we couldn't believe it, like, he yeah, changed, but yeah, we couldn't yeah. also cope with his emotion, and we didn't know what to do, and we should have just given him a hug, but I just went, oh, I smell a bent off you. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny, like, my mother didn't get it, my, my sisters got it, my dad was just like shaking, like, I made a mistake, but yeah, so he, he was, he opened, maybe was, I was going to say, he opened his mind and he opened his asshole. He didn't open his asshole at all. It was firmly clenched. But um, yeah, maybe that's what people thought. They thought that if, yeah, I think they thought that everybody would turn gay and um, that, that would be a bad thing. But I think men mm. should be happy. It was definitely if very you're a much straight like man. backwards superstitious thought yeah. about what homosexuality is. You know? Like I hope to God that loads of women turn lesbian because then it's more men on the market for me. Yeah. There you go. All I want. Yeah. All I want is I'm so supportive of the LGBTQ plus community because I want them straight. As long as there's lesbians. For me. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. You see, it would work very good. Me, less gay men because that's less in my pool. And it's the ones I want as well. Cause my it's a dream, shame because gay men really keep themselves in good shape. I know. They're, they're, my, I, my ideal man is gay from the, from the waist up. Like the mind of a gay man. Oh, yeah. The thoughts of a gay man, <laughs> the clothes of a gay not man. Not all the thoughts of a gay man. No, not all the thoughts. The, the visible abdominal muscles of the gay man, yeah. but the penis of a straight man. That's what I want. Uh, Shoes of a gay man. Perfect. It's almost like we have to recondition. I've watched Max, you know, from a baby play group. He's crawling around. In the centre of Dublin, there's babies from everywhere. Yeah. All where, different where, backgrounds. And where, where, what is this baby pool like in the centre of Dublin? <laughs> it's just a baby pool. Babies in there's there's babies the everywhere. Is this a particular also, location? It's just like, yeah. In the centre of Dublin, there's a lot of babies. There's just babies all over. 
Is it is it crash? Oh, college is a grade. Yeah, yeah, crash and playground. Okay, it's a crash. I just imagined around the spire. There's all these kids <laughs> ring, ring, Rosie. Have a euro. Yeah. <laughs> all these babies. I want a chopper chop. You got a euro. <laughs> but it's like you see, you see, like when we were kids, like you just wanted to interact. So all these kids are interacting. When they're toddlers, they're just interacting. They see some like a toy. They are like they all go over. They all like. The only, thing they, the only thing they deal with is maybe sharing. You know, I want that, I want that. But then in the end, they all, they're all grand. Yeah. And then whatever it is that your parents, where you live, then you start become bigoted in some way. Mm. So it's almost like you've got to go. It's like restoring factory settings on human beings. Oh, I yeah, see yeah, what yeah. you get mean. Back to, get back to the basics. Yeah, and, and when we were born, we don't come out going, do you know what I don't like? Those Bulgarians. You know, no one, <laughs> like that never, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see 20 years from now just how fucking because the kids now are growing up max is growing mm. up when everything in the fucking education is like look this is what uh gay is this is what this is and it's all cool mm. whereas we grew up with smell a bent off you yeah and it was and, like socially acceptable yeah mm. and I I, like what's going to happen what, like it's i hope it's going to be like like in a comedy club you don't make fun of what someone looks like unless it's a bloke then that's fine but you don't <laughs> no but you don't know you, you, but i'm teaching max this now because he's like the other day he point he's like why is that guy so fat oh yeah thank god he wasn't in earshot right there's a big fat dude crossing the road why is he so fat and i was like you can't you, you don't make fun of what they look like yeah you can make fun of what people do till the cows come home and yeah, that's what we do. Did you get into, Make fun of their did you actions. Tell Max why he, this guy was. Fat? And then I said, yeah, he probably he eats more than he's, he's working brave. off. He's yeah. a very brave man. He's, he's more voluptuous, big, he's beautiful brave. boy. He's brave, <laughs> Max. He's brave. It's a brave yeah. way to be. But you know what? You, I mean, the, the honesty is, if you see someone who's overweight, is they do whatever they want whenever they want. Yeah, in a yeah. way, but they're pretty like, much because yeah. they're brave. Because they're brave. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to eat all that, you eat all that. You yeah. brave mother. He went to an all-you-can-eat restaurant, and guess what? He ate all he could eat. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone have the courage yeah. <laughs> to eat you can eat? Yeah. Only one man. I, just, I get really jealous of um of um of plus size models. I've I'm had really enough. Jealous. No, you have not. Quit it. <laughs> I'm too brave to yeah. not. Yeah. I'm really jealous of plus size models because. Especially if they're really big, because I am I'm an alcoholics, but I I have to keep that addiction in check. You know, I can't go around like they get to wear a bikini and everyone's like, "You're so brave." Like I don't go be all drunk and then go in a bikini and be like puking into in a, a photo bin. shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so, brave. so brave, so brave, so brave, so brave. In a decision to be drunk all the time. The photo of you leaning <laughs> yeah. off the side of the backdrop. Yeah, it's like, yeah. look how yeah. brave she is. She's feeling. not even in, she's not even in shot. Look how brave she I is. I know, bile matching her beautiful green bikini. She's so brave. There's 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 men Big, feeders. Boys. There's men feeders. We've watched documentaries about these men that are that are feeding their their wives, so they, yeah. they become huge. Mm-hmm. Is there women what feeders? Yeah, that that's great. all women. I think it's just called feeders. It's like an E4 it's thing, probably. E4, geez, they have they cover everything. They, they cover, cover everything. everything. As long as there's so people with disorders. E4 are making a film yeah, about that's you. Yeah. Always been my delight is I haven't been asked on an E4 documentary. As long as I'm that, I'm all yeah, right. Yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah. fine in my life. Yeah, but there, yeah, feeders. Um, but women are all women are feeders. I think my mother is a feeder. I think she's going to be in a documentary. Italian nonnas. Eat, eat. <laughs> you know, yeah. your skin and bones, eat. Yeah. Feeders, Italiana, yeah. every nonna. <laughs> <laughs> eat, do you just eat. have Irish blood, Damo, or do you have any other blood? Who knows? Australia, when you're a white Aussie, it could be a bloody bit of everything. Yeah, Funny you enough, don't really go, oh, I'm Australian. Irish, Australian. Nobody says that in Australia. Yeah. No, no, because no, we. Have. but the pa- paperwork got lost a lot along the way. If it... 
I mean, to be honest, I think if you're, a, if you're Australian and you have a paper trail, then you're probably one of the bad dudes. Yeah. You know, you got to... You, yeah. you know, you want to you be a, you want to be from the convict. You want to have no yeah, choice. Yeah, you want to be Ned Kelly's great-great-grandparents. Yeah, I'm hoping that I my great-great-grandparents were stole a pig or over bread. That's what you want, isn't it? Yeah. You want to do petty theft, wrong wrong place, wrong time, da-da-da-da. Yeah. Bingo. And, uh, you know, against authority and that sort of you stuff. You need but, to I mean, get famous enough to be on Who Do You Think You Are? Yeah, and, but... And but trace it back. The Clark family were thrown out of Sligo. <laughs> Stole <laughs> a handkerchief. He was so brave, he ate a full <laughs> family's farm. <laughs> he ate in front of the children. He's eating our meal. Yeah. Get him, arrest him, He's send him brave. off. brave, leave him off. Yeah. Send him off. And yeah. so, but in, in answer to, I think it's uh, mum's side a lot from Ireland, Northern Ireland. They trace back. My dad's my dad's mum is from Glasgow, and there's some. I did the DNA thing. I answered. Well, my, my mum did it, so yeah. And she got like, yeah, yeah, Scotland, a bit of Cornwall, Ireland, and then a bit of Germany and Dutch. There oh, you go. They're good. Yeah, I yeah. can see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> guess so. But who knows how much of each? We're white, whatever. Well, actually, you should. You know, it should. It we're we're time. white place. <laughs> ro- ro- wrong time. Is that wrong? <laughs> wrong time. <laughs> That sounds like such a bad film. Something sounds to do like with a, Chinese restaurant. Yeah, a mildly racist <laughs> yeah. Chinese gag or something. Place. <laughs> white place, wrong time. Yeah. Wrong time. Yeah. I meant to say wrong time, but I am racist if I'm Australian. So there you go. It's so, all these dark films in the 80s and 90s where it would be like, one white dude is adopted by a family of black people and he doesn't know he's white. A hilarity will ensue. Yeah. Yeah. One white guy is a family of Indians and he doesn't realise he's not Indian. Yeah. Like, you know. It's like the... Oh, be well, the yeah, because the jerk did it well with Steve Martin. Oh, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. great. And then the 90s came along and they were like, let's do loads of Steve Martin copies. Um, but you're... Uh, yeah, so you've got a mixed uh, white heritage. You know, in America, there's all like different uh, ethnicities of like Irish-American... Uh, Jewish American, Italian American, uh, African American, right? And then they have their own communities. Have you been to America? Yeah, mm. they've got their own communities, and they're very distinct communities. And they often keep to their own. When I was there, anyway, the Irish Americans uh, they were very welcoming. But I was like, "Is there anyone else here?" They're like, "No, it's all Irish Americans." I was like, "Okay, well, that's uh, so you're all buddies." And, um, and, that's and then place. they were telling me, "Yeah, and over the bridge, that's where the uh, Jewish people live, and across from that one, that's uh, African Americans, and over there is the Italians." And I was like, "Really?" So that kind of they're like, "Yeah, that's Chicago." I was like, "Oh, well, they, 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 <laughs> Chicago." <laughs> that was the area in Chicago. My kind of town. They were, I was like, "Wow, I didn't know it was so fucking." Yeah, uh, you're there. We're here. Just pockets. Of but stuff. is is it in Australia? Do people are they like? Oh, we're Italian Australian. Uh, we're Irish Australian, or they're just like we're all like oh we're all Australian. Yeah, there's a little bit of that, but not as much. It's diluted a bit more, I think. Oh, okay. Melbourne is great in the fact that there's a lot of Greeks and Italians, and that I think the most population of Greek people outside of Greece. That's what they say. So that means the food is fan bloody tastic, and there is Ligon Street where there is, and I'm sure there is like. There, I'm, I'm sure there's rivalry between. I don't know if it's restaurants or whatever. Who knows? <laughs> that's a, that's probably all it is. I am Australian. I was right. Yeah. The mixture of different cultures is always going to create. It's like something. Louis C.K. Now he's done some bad things, but his comedy is very good. But he's got <laughs> a lot of. Um, he's 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 got Irish in him, Mexican, and Jewish. Yeah. It's what a fucking yeah. golden mix. Yeah. yeah. Jesus, they're all the ones he needs you want. Is like, African American, yeah. and he's got the. Full suite of yeah, he can comedy. joke about yeah. anything. Everything. Yeah. Everything goes. 
Yeah. Uh, it's funny, like Russell Peters, he's from Toronto. I'm not sure if I'm sure where exactly his family from, but it's like I- India, and he nails it. Like he does Russell mm. Peters and it's sort of arena comics. He makes fun of, he did it, he was in the London store, the comedy store, he was trying something out before his arena gig in the O2 the next night, and I met him and he went up and everyone gets it from around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like he does a Chinese dude sort of crouch down, have a cigarette. Yeah, Little things like that. I never he did thought that. about that, but when he says it, I'm He did it. It was it. so yeah. funny. Just yeah. the, these mannerisms, accents, it was just so funny. Yeah, That's he is. Good. It works. He's so, a cheeky guy, but he's fucking great. You get away with a lot. You could get away you know, with... You know, you show what you're doing, White Place Wong Time. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Demo's, White Place Wong Time. Uh, trip to China. 100 Chinese characters in one hour by Tim One Clark. place, one time. <laughs> I'll try. I'll do the guy crouching over having a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> what was People in Xinjiang are like this, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Demos, cut it out. Yeah. How about the Beijing guys? Yeah. It was funny, you know, we were talking, we rang Des Bishop the other day just because we were uh, seeing if he was in town. In the summer, the two, for, I like for that, the two of you him Well, I rang him, but then we put on speaker because no, we, we were just talking about this stuff. No, you you talked to Des. But we were just like, it was so funny because Des he learned fluent Irish. Then he went to he went to Beijing, I think. But he learned he's fluent in Mandarin. He's like, man, Ireland's such a small popu- like small population. He learned Irish. Now nah, I mean to go with the biggest population, learn that language, and then he learns a whole year, learns Mandarin, and then. And then you're like, oh, yeah, but you're not allowed free speech. So you can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't tour China to saying what you want yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. unless it's all hail communism. Oh, yeah. my God, that's so funny. <laughs> Pro-communist jokes. That's what you're going to be joking. My favourite thing is I saw Desert show in the Edinburgh Fringe when he was doing because he toured as well, but when he was doing his show about living in China. And then the Chinese people would go and watch it. And then he'd do half that. And then he'd talk to them. It was just great watching him talk to people in the crowd. They say things to him. He say things. Then he interprets it, and then interprets it, and then they like, and then he'll explain what they say and how they say it, and the tones and all that. It's so interesting. It's I think it's, it might be on, they might must, be on YouTube now. That they must that allow show. some stand up to <coughs> in China. Yeah, it it's it like like speakeasies, like actual speak. Like the one, oh, I think really? the, the underground kind of thing. I think like, he was. I think there's was I'm gigging sure there's in like, like plays on words and stuff. Yeah, he said yeah. that there was very play on word based. Like he, they would be like phone, microphone. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Come watch a- AD White Time Wong Place. Please, can I open for you? I would love to open for you. I don't know what Eddie can do, but like I've got, I've got what it takes. <laughs> Microphone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was very, but that's not because they're Chinese. It's because they're learning English as a foreign language, so they're they're focused on the words. Even, yeah. But oh uh, yeah yeah. yeah. It's so interesting. That's great. Yeah. But I think that was a, that was a gig in a library or something. Like they had upstairs in the library or something. There Myself was... and Teddy do in, um, gigs in other languages. That's yeah. true. Yeah, One language do. in particular. One and language. then will you break down Irish to, so like do you talk about how you're saying it as well? Like will you do a joke and then go, oh, like in English it's this, but then I had to change it to this because of this. Is when there any of that? Because Irish is a, it's, it's a long language. Like it's long. Like one word. Well, you know, there's no yes or no, is there? There's no, no you're very, that's very so, good. So, David. what is the what's the translation of yes? Sha. Well, oh, that is that is niha. You can use sha niha, but I have to answer with the verb. So, if I said, "Are you going to the gym?" You would say, "I am going to the gym." I am not going to the gym. You wouldn't actually sha or niha has become like adopted as yes and no, but yeah, so isn't it's grammatically it's not it's not really good. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. so, so you say sha, but it's not. Say, that's why like older Irish people say, oh, I wouldn't be doing that now. You don't need all those words. 
you know, I wouldn't be doing that. Like it's conditional and then present. But in Irish, it'd be nyaning a shin. So I would, you know, they, it's still kind of in the grammar. Or I love that yeah, how it's doing this, instead of learning English and then and answering it in English, it's it's the English translation of what you would say in Irish. Yeah, mm. that's why I like. And then everyone still talks like that. Yeah, yeah and I the best be part that. is that it confuses English people. Yeah, because yeah. they're like, uh, uh, you know, oh, will we go out for a drink? Oh, I wouldn't be doing that. It's like you wouldn't be doing that when, or yeah. you know, it's like it's conditional. They're like, <laughs> yeah. you're per, it's per, yeah. if you're not from the place, it's quite perplexing. Just being yeah, like, the, what, the, what? The, it is very, it is perplexing. So I don't know what condition is it, especially Europeans, they can't understand. But yeah. I used to work as a tour guide in Kilkenny Castle and there was no brochures in the castle because it was government and it just took so long. So but everyone expected a brochure. So um, um, Europeanos would come in and they'd be like, have you a, can I have a brochure? Europeanos, is that Europeans. what you call them? Europeanos. Is that the first you've ever heard? No, no. Europeanos. Uh, no, I've never heard that. An ex-boyfriend of mine used to call them Europeanos and I always call Wait. it Europeanos and it's just a reference to him in my mind. Like, it makes no sense. It, I should stop saying it. I thought I got away with it. You picked up on it. Little razor ears there. Yes. Yeah, so little razor ears. As if not. <laughs> razor. Everyone heard of Europeanos. I said Wong okay, White I Place Wong Time and, uh, and you oh Europeanos. Podcast with it. White Place Wong Time, the Europeanos. <laughs> we'll call this the three white people being racist I special. Call them <laughs> I call them Europeanos. Europeanos. <laughs> Everyone from Europe is a paedophile. So I was working at Kilkenny Castles and a hundred Europeanos came in. <laughs> and they're like, where's the brushes? Where are the children? Other kind of Europeano. And um, there is a... No, so they used to say... European. Yeah, that's a, a, a real Aussie. That's like, European. The Americans would come in and they would say, may I or can I have a brochure? It's like they would assume that you had a brochure because it's customer service based place and Mm. they they, they are entitled, not in a bad way. And then they would ask for what they assumed you had. Can I have a brochure? But I'm sorry, we don't have a brochure. Right. Europeans (laughs) would say, "Uh, do you have a brochure? Which is the most basic thing. Yeah. Do you have a brochure? You don't, okay, I am going to smoke a cigarette, right? Yeah. Then Irish people, especially Irish men of a certain age, would kind of come in and they kind of give you a side look, like, you know, just because they can't really look at women full front because the they like horses, they might scare. And they're like, I don't suppose, I don't suppose <laughs> you'd have an old brochure there now. Something like that. Yeah, like how yeah, many yeah. extra words, how much kind of, expectation of not having like building those hopes up they don't you know I don't suppose you'd have an old brochure there now would you (laughs) (laughs) so they're expecting you not to have it they're asking three questions they've set you up for failure so they're making you comfortable they're making themselves comfortable with the failure and like and they are, are afraid now we don't uh, we don't actually have one now. Sure, that's the way it is, isn't it? Ah, sure. And then, of course, yeah. But the good thing about the good thing about that, saying, yeah. I don't suppose you'd have an old brochure, would you? Now, yeah. The good thing about that is <laughs> that leaflet. it opens up uh, a, a potential for a full chat about yes, anything. Yes, yes. It's so, like I don't like, suppose yeah. you'd tell you we used don't to... actually. We don't have any at the minute. Ah, sure. Okay. I thought I didn't think you had anyway. Yeah, and sure. Then, you know yourself. It's like ah, sure. We used to have back in the day. We used to have them. Yeah, sure. But you know yourself now. It's Duke. It's the Heritage Service, and used to be the OP to Asher. I know the OPW now and I try to extend the house they stop the plan and permission yeah. and then they start oh the Irish men used to come in the, the Irish Country People's Association or something used to come in and these women would drag it's like what you said Damo with, with every woman doing something nice there's a man who absolutely hates being there right, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You, 
that's you. I was like, that's yeah. so true. I just reminded me of working at the castle. So you'd have these women, oh, she's beautiful now, isn't that lovely? And isn't it great? Let's tell me more about this very boring Anglican family that worked in this house. Oh, yes. And the men would be so bored. They'd be sweating. And they, they would start just... Up. digging the fixtures and fitting kicking stuff and they wouldn't <laughs> even be kicking the old stuff they'd be kicking the modern stuff like and seeing you know if it was load bearing walls and what's that made out of now is that stainless steel the price of stainless steel these days and I'm like I'm not equipped to answer these questions <laughs> you know they'd be so bored and then they want they couldn't get their brochure and they would suppose that we didn't have it but there was just at the time when Eastern Europeans were starting to come into tourism in Ireland it's nearly 20 years ago and um, they, um, I remember one Russian man came in with his family and they looked really wealthy. Like he was uh, like smell of oligarch, you know, like oligarch? oligarch is like uh, uh, elite, <laughs> elite, wealthy Russian people, billionaires. They can be from anywhere. Like it's your man who is Chelsea. Russian is particularly famous for their oligarchs because... There's a handful of them and they run the country. So oh, oligarchs the, is a type the Chelsea, of person. Is it a yeah. class or a type of person? It's a class. Right. So, I'm pretty sure it's yeah, a class. So it's not like a type in, of person. oligarchy is... When he said the smell of oligarch, I thought he went, oh, it must be some sort of like... Uh, <laughs> the beautiful, smell. yeah, by Hugo Boss, oligarch. Yeah. The smell of oil oligarch. and gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so like monopoly is when one person owns everything and then an oligopoly is when a few people own everything. So the oligarch uh. is like, what's your man who owns Chelsea? Roman Abramovich. Roman Abramovich. Yeah, so it was Roman came in and I winked at him and hi Roman. No, but this man, he looked like he made a lot of money fast yeah. in something that was unregulated in Russia. And he had this huge camera, like massive, massive camera. Like it was like a child attached to him. And he had his like his his um high BMI son, and they were really happy. <laughs> brave. <laughs> and he was a very brave boy, He was high BMI, son was high in BMI, but they were nice. They were shining. The bravery metric index. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and he came in and he looked around and he just walked up to me and he went, I know you don't have a leaflet in Russian. And he just walked off and said, <laughs> Really? That's it. Yeah. He's like, you're correct. And yeah, he's you're correct. Made his I, yeah. He was like, that's an even more negative attitude than, mm. you know, the Irish. Yeah. I was like, that's amazing. They- they don't think you have it and they're the going dark. to announce it. Yeah, they yeah. know. You're I not know as good as I want you to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm happy about Never it. Never have hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that is, you know, That's if you were to attitude. write a short yeah. story about a Russian attitude, that is very good. Or just a one minute play. Yeah. Never have hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it fights a black. Yeah. Although now, have you used Google Translate on your phone's uh, camera? And you can put it up to anything and it translates oh, the text in. So if you've no. got a brochure in Spanish and you're like, oh, I don't suppose you have this in Russian. Yeah. <laughs> well, just take Actually, your phone out do. and press yeah. translate to Russian and it'll read the brochure Amazing. and translate. Is that an app? On, no, it's just your, if you've got, do you have an Android phone? I do, of course. Yeah. And then sure, look, you just take your phone out, put the camera on and you swipe a little bit and it says translate. I never saw That's amazing. Yeah, it's a game changer. It's I mean, I don't often changer. have things in another language but because i used to do tours in french i'm sure i only had leaving cert french it was terrible value <laughs> for the people i had to endure my tour so what you knew left <laughs> and right and what other words what other words you... one and leaving cert you know i was i was good but i had to like i really had to learn it off by heart and, and look at I... this like what 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 <laughs> like things I, would you have I'm to like, say in french yeah, there's there's like there's horse hair that is behind the wallpaper that was that to insulate and i had this line about 
I, got, I did it a few times and with only when the actual French girl was out and they had a group of French people and French people are like, oh, it has to be in French or we all fuck off. So, but I remember at one stage they, uh, I, I was going and this is beautifully preserved. There's, there's loads of preservatives behind on the wall to preserve the horse hair. It's full of preservatives behind the wallpaper. Okay. And everyone was like shocked and looking around at all disgusted what does she say and then afterwards i talked to the french girl and she was like no 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 false friend you know the language words the similar but that same preservative doesn't mean preservative in french preservative is the french word for condom Right, so I just said, <laughs> loads of condoms, <laughs> loads and loads of condoms, just loads of condoms spread all over the wall under the wallpaper. Right, any questions? <laughs> any questions thought, about the condoms? I thought they, I thought they were disgusted because I thought it was like preservatives, like E one one four monosodium glutamate. No, yeah, yeah. disgusting. Oh, what is it? What is this anthem gum? But because they're French, they're Salt quite about the sex. They were like, hey, but it's not a bad idea. I understand why. Yeah. You have to be with that. You oh, PCP. Yeah. So then, and then the other thing I did was I, I asked everybody, "Il faut que vous alignez sur la planche" or something like that. I said, but I got the word for line up and lie down mixed up. So these two kids of about ten just lay down on the ground. You're like, lie down on the ground. Give us all your money. Before the tour, so they made us lie down on the so ground. Bad. It was like Manuel giving a tour. White place, like, yeah. wrong time. Wrong time. Yeah, and like, wrong time, me. I wouldn't do it now, and I have such much better French now. But I think it's like that Dunning-Kruger effect. The less you know, the more you can think, I can do this. Love the Dunning-Kruger. Like I've been in France twice. If I just write it out and learn it off like the leave insert, it'll be fine. And it was, but it was entertaining for them. Stand-up yeah. comedy is chronic for the Dunning Kruger effect. Yeah, because everyone starts comedy and they don't know, as I mean, it happened to me. You don't know how hard it is to get like a sharp, even just a sharp set together to that has a good rhythm yeah. that uh, your your persona works in it and that it's got you know gag rate. No, not at You've all. no clue. You, you go up and you do a bit that you think is funny and you get a couple of laughs and. In your head, you're like, geez, it worked. I got laughs. I fucking, I yeah. fucking, I think I know how to do this. And anyway, after a few months, you're, you're picking up the little more skills. The more you do, the less the more, you realize and then, and then, you and can do the it. The Dunning-Kruger <laughs> effect is like at the start, when you start something, you don't know all the elements of it. So you think you've... You think, oh, yeah, as long as I can talk into the market, as long as I can hear me, I'll rip it. Yeah, you have yeah. a false yeah. confidence, like several people around the circuit. And you have, you have too much confidence. Almost. Uh, but then as you learn more and more, yeah. you realize actually there's way more to this. And then your confidence goes down um, and then it goes back up. Yeah, eventually. it was like when I went to college first, I studied Irish and I thought, oh, sure, I'll just become a lecturer. This looks easy. They just have to do six hours a week. It's brilliant. And then in second year, I was like, hmm, maybe I'll just be a tutor. And then by third year, I was like, oh, I'll be lucky to pass this degree. You know, just yeah, the no. more I did, the if more you went I to America, though, you could have been a lecturer. They fucking snapping them up. Yeah, oh, they love those Irish. Uh, I could have been, yeah, folklorist. I could just, yeah, it'd be so easy. Make to up any old story. About, yeah. I'm weaving my hair into my pubes, and it's going to play it. It's called an auto harp. Yeah, amazing. What's the thing you called when you think you have a lot of confidence, but you don't know? The Dunning-Kruger. Yeah, Dunning-Kruger. I was probably more confident when I first started because of that. 
I don't. I never remember being nervous early. Do you? I Do you remember? Oh, we... the first gig I had, I was so nervous. I got so dressed up because I was like, it's a night out, so I, what, anything to kind of. <laughs> <laughs> My big night so out. So dressed up. Oh, that I basement with twenty smelly open micers. Padded bra, like from Primark. This like it was like two American footballers. Shoulder pads in my top. There was How more old were you material. When you fir- did your first gig? I was twenty nine. There was like two big things. Yeah. So nobody, nobody wants a dolly bird coming up, really nervous. Dolly bird with a padded bra. Mm. More material in my bra than my jokes. My hair was like as high as that, and loads of makeup on. The fake tan. On <laughs> big <laughs> lashes. Oh yeah. I invented uh, Botox. I stuck it in my That, that, that can add to the act, though. Sometimes it could be. Well, she didn't even know. I and that'd be like, a great character act. Yeah, yeah, it could actually. What what yeah. what women think that they want to look like because of Kim Kardashian, but yeah. over the top. I didn't have how the, it can go wrong. Padded ass because it wasn't around. Then. Wouldn't that be funny? Like, I'm, I'm beautiful. That. I'm yeah. beautiful. You know what? <laughs> women they're kind of so I'm beautiful. You know it's massive. Oh, they when their yeah. lips are over. Yeah, they yeah. To themselves to be beautiful. Have you met someone like that who can't? They they've developed a speech impediment because of the no. I know they exist. They do exist. They exist. Yeah, you need to go to the ILAC. Yeah, do they do exist. Yeah, you go to the ILAC. Yeah, yeah. You go to the ILAC to get a cheap pair of runners and get your face fixed. Yeah, yeah. The, no, there's a lot of that in the ILAC um, centre. Girls with that are just like, that be too, they have a lips, lips because of the lips. Wow. be 2 99 piece. That's, yeah. That's, that's it costs, And they can't use straws. It costs you money and to you can't get whistle. that. And yeah. then you've got to... Then you spend more money on this, uh, elocution. Yeah, yeah. It's a vicious <laughs> You're broke. Cycle. You're just fucking broke the whole time. <laughs> and then you see a photo of them before they got it done and it turns out they were lovely looking earlier. Yeah. And you're like, ah. Oh, what were you doing? How much for the lips? A thousand. How much for the elocution? Another thousand. Yeah, I don't think any of them get an elocution. I think they have everything to spend their money on. But Pamela Anderson, because uh, it's all about her now, I watch, I looked at her Playboy photos from before she got plastic surgery. She mm. was the, one of the most beautiful she people was. you oh, could yeah. ever see. She had perfect body, Did you watch that documentary breasts. on Netflix? I haven't it? watched it yet. Me and Eve are going to watch it. I like Pamela. It's great. So you and, yeah, it's a real sisterly yeah. activity. Well, you see, I used to love Baywatch. <laughs> it was the only thing our whole family would watch together. And for well, they wouldn't, they wouldn't switch it off. I suppose it was all no, straight people, wasn't it? You can watch that. And you see, we didn't really, because it was actually very moralistic tales. There would be people who were always saved. Anybody did something bad, something, they drowned. Like, so it was very, it was just that they were super hot and overly exposed physiques. Mm. But they never showed any sex. They never had anything. It was actually weirdly, there was, was in this realm of stuff, before there was readily available porn, if you watch television from the 70s, 80s and 90s, they'd have really scantily clad women in it. Sometimes a little bit men as well. And like really long shots of women's bodies and stuff. And I suppose it's because they didn't have porn in the way that they have now. So this was like great, kind of like a mm. a little gateway into it. Tell like if you watch old episodes of The Love Boat, yeah. it'll just be a woman. The slow motion starts. Get out of here, quick, go make a cup yeah. of tea, quick. Yeah. Make me a cup of tea, quick. And then the lads in school were video game. slow cup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really boil it, really boil it. And some, really boil and some it. toast. Yeah. yeah, boil it three times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hot enough. Yeah. I really like <laughs> uh, Okay, uh, it's hot enough now. Triple uh, boil. Uh, Where's my tea? Where's my tea? Yeah. Yeah. A minute later, where's my tea? The, the episode's over. I'll tell you what happened another time. Yeah. <laughs> and then videoing Baywatch. Oh, the Baywatch. Yeah, videoing Baywatch. I'll be there. I'll be there. That's a great fucking yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was an episode of Baywatch where my mother was crying for the whole Did they episode. drown in the end? <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, I they might have. Know. You're wiping the screen. They Some, probably did. Something drowned. Something drowned. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't like this character of really cocky masturbating boyfriend. And it's a husband. It's a, it's a husband and wife. They're like yeah. 30 years married and okay. she still doesn't know that he masturbates yeah. secretly to Baywatch every time it's she a, makes it's tea. It's a danger one, really, that one. It's a great <laughs> danger one. And then she's telling Preta, you'll never guess, he thinks that you need to triple boil tea. Have you ever heard anything in your life? Uh, if you're not finished by the end of the slow motion run and you're like yelling at the TV, slow emotion, slow emotion, drag it out, drag out the run. Yeah. It's all they have. Come on off. I mean, how many, how many, this would be a big number, like how many millions of people have jacked off over like... Pamela Pamela, but then David Hasselhoff popped into the screen. So how many people have wrongly ejaculated while staring at Hasselhoff? How many poor straight men... (laughs) Of the 90s. I wish that we had, had a <laughs> masturbation session that was ruined by a, a quick cut to David Hasselhoff. You're so close. Boil the kettle one more time, love. Ah, it's David Hasselhoff. Ah, that's Mitch. Ah, God damn, Mitch. Damn it. Get me the tea. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that was actually. I don't care if it's half boiled. Just bring me the uh, fucking bring tea. Bring me some milk. That was the problem in the nineties. It was the, the, the idea that gay people and education, but gay people would make people gay. But it was actually David Hasselhoff related wanking that caused, oh, I would yeah. say, ninety percent of gay converts. Yeah. yeah. CJ and Mitch. Yeah. Wasn't it? yeah. CJ Mitch. Yes. Um, summer. I met Hasselhoff. <laughs> In Eason's on. He did a book signing in Eason's. Did a book signing. I haven't read the book. Man, it was so friendly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yes, it was a book signing. You can't be grumpy on that day, you know. (laughs) The queue was all the way down Abbey Street. We waited. Me and Sandra, we went, we waited. And uh, we got a photo, and he was like, "Hey, he was like, hey, Dave, brilliant." And he's like, "I think I called him Dave by accident." Wow, but, um, how embarrassing! Well, yeah. you were a but he gave everyone a minute, you know. He gave everyone a minute, but it wasn't like timed. But he, he made sure he talked yeah. to everyone, and da, 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 and then they would be like, "Okay, next," you know. The, yeah. the, he, he had a couple of people that were like, yeah, so he's he, not the bad guy." So he's not the bad guy. You always want that if you're doing a book signing. Mm. You know, you I'll, I'll chat to you forever. Oh, the, the someone's saying you got to go. Sorry, sorry, yeah, but not me. Yeah. But yeah, we'll, we'll go into business together. Okay, bye bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, make me a cup of tea, will you? <laughs> I'm coming back yeah. on screen. Imagine in the queue, people start like wanking. Them. Oh, sorry, it's a habit. It's a habit. Sorry, I don't know what yeah, came over me. Pavlovian dog. I just can't yeah. 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 Pamela Anderson. Well, speaking muscle of muscle memory, muscle memory. Speaking yeah. of cues, uh, what time is it? The Cracked Comedy Club is about to start. Oh, Jesus. What time is it? It's five past seven. Link. Five past seven. Okay, we're, we got to go. Uh, I had other things. We were going to actually talk about comedy, but we'll do that next time, Aideen. We did this last time. We just ended up talking about Britain's Got Show. I did want to say one thought was the, uh, oh, yeah, we talked about uh, LGBT and progress. Yeah. I sometimes think, what am I wrong about now? That yeah, 20 that's years down true. the line. That's a good, I think about that people all People would be time. like, I can't believe you thought that in mm. the Yeah. Well, probably animals, eating animals. You're not vegetarian, are you? I'm not vegetarian, no. So I don't suppose you're not a vegetarian now, are you? I don't suppose you'd yeah. be eating meat, would, would you? Would you? It, yeah. it, could be, it could be something like that, something global warming would just yeah. be like, I can't believe, or like, and they'd be saying, <clears> my mother used to eat meat. And she's, you know, and like, my mother used to eat meat as well. Like people would be shocked that we yeah. ate meat. Um, maybe also I used to think that the future would be like that everyone would just like men would just get their dicks out and touch their dicks together and to say hello (laughs) (laughs) when I was like at 12, 13 I was like it's going to be really crazy people would just touch dicks it's a good idea I don't like it's a nice hello yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> but it's not going to be like that. People have become slightly more prudish in ways. Like that would be very offensive. People are having less sex. Yeah, people are having less sex. Yeah. And we're going back to Victorian times. So things go in cycles as well. So things mm. will overcorrect and then it'll go back. And yeah. in the 20s was way more permissive than after the war in the 40s. And the 50s was more conservative. And it feels like it's more conservative in America now than it was when I was younger yeah they don't mention Mm. abortion or stuff in films that's a good question for the public right in what do you think society is doing now or you personally or what will you think like we do now or say now that will be wrong in 20 years time that's fine doing wrong right now. what is eddie doing (laughs) wrong in his life that i need to change and uh that people will definitely put me in prison for in the future yeah dm our insta or send us info at Cracked In Comedy. Thank you very much for listening. We have people outside. We need to let them in to see the comedy show. Hey, thank you, AD. Give it up for AD. This is how my career is going, right? I got a call from a journalist there recently. And he rings me and he's like, we want to do an interview with you and I'd like to see one of your gigs. Like, I knew he was a hipster. Like, I don't think he was even sitting down. He was probably just leaning on some furniture, some shit. He, he's probably didn't, he probably had the phone in his toe and it was like that, right? I don't even think it was a man. It was a definitely they, them. He was just very gender fluid. He was wearing, a, like, a non-binary organic vegan snood, right? I, I, I mean, I've never met him, but I can just tell, right? I made a lot of judgments on this guy. His name was Kwev Nachon, you know, right? <laughs> I said, well, you can come to my gig, um, just go on my website, all the details are there. And I was like, oh, my website, I'm so cool. So an hour later, I get a call from Khoibnachon, and he goes, um, Aideen, it says to me your gigs, but it also tells me the date of your next period. I quickly looked at my website and I realised that my Google calendar, Aideen McQueen Comedy, had merged with my Google calendar, Aideen McQueen <laughs> And it had all my shit ever on it, right? Period, ovulation, Botox, right? Visit my mother's a smear test. And this is how unfamous I am. Six months, nobody came to my smear test. Not even the creeps. <laughs> the creeps, the dregs, right? Then I thought I was so embarrassed. And then Huyv Nahan said, he saved the fucking day. He said, I really like how you did that. That was obviously on purpose, wasn't it? <laughs> And I was like, fuck, this is amazing. Everything I do is art. This is brilliant. I can use this to my advantage. I was like, absolutely, yes. I put my menstrual cycle out there for everybody to see. All these women follow me. They come to my gigs. I go, one, two, three, tampon fight. Yay. Synchronized periods, girl, now. And then we just spray the whole audience. I stand up and I get a standing ovulation. Thank you very much. Now, just to be warned... Just to be warned, you will actually all synchronise now after this. And I know people were awkward there because I'm literally the stereotype. I'm a female comedian that's doing period jokes. But why are men so scared of periods? I mean, should the animals in the field go into heat? Don't you know yourselves? Men love blood in every other aspect of their lives. In the fucking octagon, you love it. A bit of blood in the octagon, it's, yeah, Conor McGregor. But a bit of blood in this pentagon and you're terrified. And yes, I do call my vagina the pentagon. um, Because I only like old white Republicans to visit. I need to move out of Ballymon is what I need to say. I need to sleep my way to the middle somehow. Hey, Aideen McQueen there. Well, that was embarrassing, but turned into a positive. So there you go.
Brilliant. And uh, what a funny chat, man. Excellent. There's clips of that on our YouTube, and there'll be more going up, plus the full interview, the video of it on our Patreon. And hello to Kurt, our newest crack addict. G'day, Kurt. Hope all's well, bro. Uh, if you like the podcast, please share it. That's the best thing you can do. Uh, throw it in a WhatsApp group. Send the link. Just go, oh, this was quite amusing. This was very funny. Hey, this is what happened to us. Hey, this is what I thought. Hey, this is what I don't think. Hey, listen to these morons. Whatever you think. Just as long as it gets out there and people listen. <laughs> it keeps us busy. Keep the comedians from getting real jobs because we're terrible at them. So uh, keep us doing this. So do follow Aideen McQueen. It's just at Aideen McQueen on all the socials, as well as Crack Den Comedy Club. If you don't already, all our other comedians are on there. Clips, jokes, and lineups if you're in Dublin or the greater area. Come on in. We're every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon. Cheers. Bye, 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 bye